Good evening, and welcome to the 2018 Showcase of the Performing Arts, heard worldwide on ACB Radio. Let's give them a hand. Oh, they can't hear that. Come on, you do better than that. I mean, we're in St. Louis, after all. You know, you can, jeez. So, um, thank you. Uh-oh. Okay. We're good, okay. So, give a big hand to ACB Radio again, and let's give them some love, okay. Also, Facebook is our sponsor this year. Give them a hand. We want to thank them. Just a couple of quick housekeeping things. We'll explain this more later. On your table, you may have found some large print and braille lyrics to a song. Um, We have more up here. We're going to actually sing that song together at the end of this um, half as a tribute as a tribute to everybody that we've lost this year. It's been quite a year, and we thought that that would be appropriate to do, so we'll do that later. Um, We're going to have a a structured act uh, of wonderful performers. Then we'll have an intermission, and then the band, we're just going to let Terry take it over and do whatever he wants to do with lots of guests. And... um, Stick around because you have to be there in the second half. If you want to win a door prize, we got door prizes. Never done that. So we'll explain the rules about the door prizes later. But let's get started. We're a little late. So let's get this, um, let's get this St. Louis party on the road. Um, so I want to introduce you to your hostess and host, or host and hostess with the mostess from St. Louis. Not Jack and Jill, but Jack and June Link. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You know, introducing a speaker or MC or performer is not the easiest thing in the world. In the story, the uh, some of you might remember Eric. Eric Parsegian, the coach of Notre Dame, he was supposed to be the speaker at a banquet. So the MC went to him and asked him, Coach, is there some way that I could remember how to pronounce your name? And he said, Sure. Just remember Par is in golf, Sega is in Seagram 7, and Yen is in Japanese money. <clears throat> so come the night of the banquet, the MC got up and our speaker tonight is our speaker tonight is uh, our speaker tonight well I can't remember his name but he's a drunken Japanese golfer <laughs> that's the one but that's 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 Okay, our first first performance coming from Newark, Delaware. David Trevino is going to entertain us with rousing numbers St. Louis Blues on his trumpet. I'll be joined by saxophonist Nat Brown 
And uh, so we're going to get two horns going up here along with a great band. So let's swing it, folks.
Oh, that was fantastic. Give us a little bit. Give you a little bit, huh? All right, they've got to get kind of set up for this next act. A performer, rather. That's, that rendition was absolutely fab-boo. I loved it, wasn't it? That was wonderful. Are we ready? We, we wanted to make sure, girls and boys up there, you ready? All right. We have um, up next, uh, what I, I don't know this gentleman, that he's an incredible um, performer we hear. Um, he is from Springfield, Missouri, and he will be performing with the guitar and vocals. He, he will be pro performing, uh, I believe, Santa Lucia and Guantanamera. His name is Mr. Steve Breedlove, and let's receive him. Right. <laughs> 
Guantanamera 
Santa Blanca en junio como en enero yo crezco una rosa blanca en junio como en enero y a mi amigo sincero le doy mi mano franca Guantanamera Guajira Guantanamera Guantanamera Guajira Guantanamera Guantanamera Guajira saxophone player from Elk Grove, California, Mr. Nat Brown.
today, y'all, that is some blues. Ain't that the truth? Somehow I got a feeling that's not the only blues you're going to hear tonight. After all, we are in St. Louis. You know, we got to do the blues. So we're going to be doing some more of that. And I have a feeling that that's not the last we've heard of Mr. Nat Brown. I hope it's not anyway. You got it. All right. And it's so I appreciate finding him. I, we almost didn't find him because I went to the blues tour yesterday. If y'all ever, that, you got a treasure in this town. That's a wonderful place. Great tour. If you ever, if you have a chance to go there while you're here, do it. It's, it's wonderful. But I got back and I had all these messages from, from him and everybody else. Y'all, you got to find this guy. So we finally got connected and got him on here just as I was going to put the showcase together. So I'm glad we found him. Um, I'm glad he found us. Now, I've got the microphone because um, our host and hostess are not only wonderful at that, but they're also good singers. So they're up there about to sing a duet for us, accompanied by the band. And it is Could I Have This Dance, the famous Ann Murray song. Testing. Are we... D. Testing. Are we all right? Okay. Hello. <laughs> Get right into it.
already dancing out here. As soon as our host and hostess get back from that wonderful singing, I'll give them the microphone back. Okay. All right. Our next performance, we'll put a little variety into this. We've had some all music so far. We'll now have a poetry reading by a fellow that's run, written his own poems. His name is Herb Guggenheim. He comes to us from Maryland, Rockville, Maryland. I'm sitting on... <laughs> anyway, uh, he will read poems that he has written. So we can put your hands together and give him a warm welcome. As I always like to say, don't applaud, just throw money. But before I, what am I doing here? Before I start, I think we should give a a big hand to um, Lynn Heddle and to Michael Byington and to Jack and June and to all the people and friends in art who put this event together. So let's give them a big hand. I'll use this one. All right, so um, I'm a poet, and I feel very lucky to be here at a showcase where there's so many incredible musical acts. Poets don't get that, um, this exposure very often, so I really appreciate Friends in Art for doing it. This is, I'm going to read two poems, one about fall and one about waves. Have you, let me ask you a question. Have you been outside in the fall and stepped in dry crunchy leaves have you have you all have you all had that experience have you heard a cold winter wind what does that sound like all right so this first poem is called fall and it's about um, it's about leaves fall One Sunday when you're taking out the trash, you realize it's finally gotten too cold for shorts. So you put on jeans, a flannel shirt, and sneakers, don your leather jacket, and go out. Your neighborhood is old. The house is modest. The sidewalks and the streets are strewn with leaves. Smoke is rising from a neighbor's chimney, and the smell of burning wood is in the air. You head toward the park and take the trail that parallels the creek. You walk beneath a canopy of red and orange leaves. Leaves have fallen all along the pathway, and you listen to them rustle underfoot. When you get home, 
you notice something strange. Just as you're about to pet the cats, you see that leaves are scattered on the floor, both in the foyer and the living room. Your wife is cooking dinner in the kitchen, and leaves are on the floor in there as well. She doesn't make anything of it. Says she's noticed the leaves, but they don't bother her. Beyond that, she doesn't comment. The next morning when you wake up, your bed is covered with leaves. <laughs> They're like a second blanket, and they go flying everywhere when you throw back the covers. Downstairs in the living room, they're at least a foot deep. Your cats plow through them and chase each other about, as if nothing in particular is wrong. The entire house smells like dry leaves. You go to work. In the evening, you open your front door and a cascade of leaves spills out onto the porch. You wade through them and find your wife half-buried busily answering emails on her laptop. The cats are asleep on the bookshelf, the only piece of furniture you can see. Later, you and your wife clear off the bed as best you can and settle in for the night. But you feel uneasy and find it hard to rest. In the morning, you go to work. When you return home at dusk, you see that the house itself has become a house of leaves. Your wife is standing outside wearing her winter coat, holding the cat carrier in one hand and her computer in the other. <laughs> we can't live in it now, she says. The whole place is made of leaves. Just then you feel a blast of cold wind and you watch as your house collapses and scatters. We'll have to go to a shelter you say. That's the first poem. Now, I have to ask you this. Uh, some of my friends have never been in the ocean. How many of you have had a chance to play in the ocean? And have you felt the force of the waves? That battering against you. Okay, this poem is called Wave, and it concerns a, it begins by concerning a beach in Bermuda called Elbow Beach. Wave. In Bermuda, at Elbow Beach, the ocean is swimming pool blue, so clear you can still see your toes when you've waded out as far as you can go. The waves at Elbow Beach are gentle mostly, but occasionally a giant one rolls in, almost in slow motion, almost like liquid glass. If you have your back to it, you might not realize it's coming till the last second, and the wave washes over your head, and you're spitting out salt water, which you didn't mean to drink. When my wife and I get out of the ocean, a wave follows us back to our cruise ship. We return home and the wave is right behind us. It accompanies me to my office and comes home with me at night. Sometimes the wave sleeps by the fireplace. At other times I open the bedroom closet 
and the wave jumps out, surprising both me and my wife. When we're out and about, the wave spots some innocent bystanders and washes over them, leaving them speechless, spluttering, and a bit confused. Also wet. When we're... Eventually, the wave gets homesick and books a flight to Bermuda. It flies coach, gets a middle seat, and feels uncomfortable the whole way back. When the plane lands, the wave boards a bus and rides back to Elbow Beach, where it crosses the sand and slides back into the ocean. We never hear from the wave again. Thank you. Thank you, Herb, for the most, my goodness, very intriguing poems. He, he is a unique, as you can see, a, a unique artist. Um, FIA has all kinds of, of art, and this is uh, another form of art, and um, we, we thank you very much. Next, um, we have right here, coming, from us, coming to us from St. Louis, Missouri, on a piano, and um, we, we have uh, Mr. Rick Belcher with piano and vocals. And yeah, and he is going to do a song for us entitled Big Boss Man. So we're going to get him set up and let Mr. Belcher do Big Boss Man. Take it away. Well, you ain't so big. You just tall, that's all. Okay, ready? Yeah. 
Hepiniz daha manike. <gülüyor> We are halfway through the first half. I remind you that this showcase is brought to you by Facebook. They help us out tremendously, and so we keep putting in a plug for them. All this blues reminds me of a Missouri farmer that died and went below. And it's very hot down there. The devil has the thermostat at 95 degrees. And everybody's complaining except this farmer. <clears throat> he's whistling and he's happy. And the devil said, "What? what's with you? Everybody else is complaining. He said, well, this reminds me of July in Missouri, and this kind of weather made my corn grow. And I sure was happy when my corn grew. So the devil said, well, I'll fix him. I'll turn it up about 15 degrees. <laughs> and now everybody's really complaining, except our farmer. He's just, just happy as he can be. And the devil said, what's with you now? He said, I turned the thermostat way up. And everybody's complaining except you. Oh, it's it well, this reminds me of August in Missouri, and this kind of weather made my pumpkins grow. I sure was happy when my pumpkins grew. So the devil said, Well, I'll fix him to turn the thermostat all the way down. Now there's icicles on the ceiling. And the devil said, What do you think about that? And he said, Huh? Blues must have won the Stanley Cup. All right. Our next performer had come all the way from South St. Louis. They Piano player extraordinaire. He's going to play for us. Meet me in St. Louis medley. Put your hands together and give a warm welcome for Mr. John Wheatley.
That's extraordinary. You're just right on the beam there, Mr. John. That was fantastic. Absolutely. Our next performer, well, what do you know? We have her right here from Birmingham. Huh? What? Duh. From Birmingham, Alabama, we've got our own president here, Madam Lynn Heddle. And she is going to be um, using the vocals this evening and performing a song with our band entitled, I believe, Sway. So we're going to be listening to some swing and sway with 
Ms. Lynn Heddle. really close? Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Wanted to do this because um, might inspire some people to get out and do the rumba. type of music. I just, I really do. Thank you. That was a wonderful selection. And now we're going to um, move on and we're going to have um, from Columbia, 
Missouri up next. We have Mr. Peter Alcho. He's going to do a reading, and the reading is entitled Ready When You Are. So Mr. Alcho, we can begin. Perfect. All right. I think this will work just fine. All right. Thank you guys for all this uh, stuff. Okay, do you all remember the Delta Airlines guide dog thing? All right. Well, there was a lot of stuff written about this stuff, and I thought it was time to write the whole thing from a different angle. This was written before uh, Delta got their act together, sort of. So this is my different angle on the Delta Airlines controversy written before Delta came to its senses, which they sort of have, but haven't quite figured this out yet, right? But they're trying. Um, the dogs mentioned are real. Heath is my current guide dog. Hunter is a standard uh, poodle who's whacked out and who unfortunately died young. And Ace is a, the golden retriever, a friend of mine. So imagine you are in an easy chair watching the nightly news on the Swamp News Channel with audio description enabled. Yesterday, a multicolored pack of standard poodles, golden retrievers, and Labradors surrounded Delta Airlines headquarters in Atlanta. <laughs> the canines, representing Service Dogs of America, SDA, were there to protest Delta's decision to make it harder for them to fly on their planes. 
Humans can be so foolish sometimes, rumbled Ace, a golden retriever and recently elected president of SDA. <laughs> Delta's new policy requires that beginning on March 1st, our humans will need to present proof that we are healthy at least 48 hours for travel. <laughs> SDA members howled, waving signs emblazoned with bad humans. Go to your crates and down. You, um, why, do, why do these humans, humans become so uncooperative, yelled Swamp uh, reporter Kit, Kit Litter, Cat Litter. Well, growled Heath, a Labrador built like a football player. They all, they, they, they claim that passengers are complaining about how, how about their bad behavior? A shaggy dog story, howled Hunter, a large multicolored standard poodle. We're better behaved than they are. Let's be fair, Ace rumbled. It appears that these Delta humans are more concerned with support animals who often receive less training than we do. These support creatures have been known to uh, be aggressive towards human passengers and poop on the plane. But, so, but don't some of you service dogs misbehave? Ms. Litter meowed. Chase her up that tree, several uh, uh, SDA members howled. Heath yawned loudly, not worth the effort. Besides, she's right, we can get into trouble, especially when we're not, in, not working. The thing is, Hunter said, that while we do raid refrigerators and sleep on furniture, we understand how to control our handlers. Growling, pooping, and mauling don't leave a good impression. Gentler approaches work much better. So, support animals, clean up your act, Ace howled. We're here to help you learn how to control humans without them realizing it. But now some of you are doing serious damage to our cause. What I don't understand, Heath barked, is how proving that some human has stuck us with a needle will improve our behavior on your planes. Fake solutions, the Labrador and Golden Retrievers chanted, bouncing up and down. The Poodles pranced, chanting, we're smarter than you are. Ace's voice boomed over the, the tumult. Has it ever occurred to you, Delta humans, that your actions make it more likely that we will be grumpy? Even humans know that your customer, customer service sucks, Hunter grumbled. Think about it, Keith barked. Arriving at the airport, often after an hour or so in another vehicle, standing, uh, standing in lines listening to human babble, he yawned loudly. Security silliness, Hunter piled on. They even check us to see if we're carrying explosives or something. <laughs> then crammed under chairs or wandering around aimlessly with our humans until the plane is ready to leave, he said. We can't even beg for food. They cramped, then crammed into this even smaller pla uh, place on the plane, stuck there until we land somewhere else, Hunter said. It gets worse, Ace grunted, if the plane is delayed. Often there's no easy way for us to pee or poop. The humans get even more grouchy. So what might those deltoids do to make things better, cat litter hissed, shredding a potted plant with her claws. Steak, several Labradors barked. Tennis balls, barked a group of golden retrievers. Pillows, several poodles piped. Ace sighed, now, now, let's be reasonable. 
why is Delta so, why is Delta the only airline picking on service animals? But if you insist on being ridiculous, ask our humans to present the ID card that schools give them that shows that we can behave if we, if we, if we choose to. Perhaps a registry could be created that someone could check with an app. And a kind word goes a long way, Heath grunted. So come on, Delta, Ace barked, shaking himself loudly. We're ready when you are. Very clever. Thank you, Peter. I think the show is going to the dog. Okay, our... music for your enjoyment. Folks, that was Peter's drum set playing all by itself. <laughs> Now, yes. we have an addition to the program from, well, before I do that, again, I'll remind you that we're brought to you by Facebook, and we're streaming live on ACB Radio, and for the second time this evening, you get a chance to listen to a couple do a duet. Okay. Which remind, give me a good here. time to, uh, you know, we can get education credits here for this convention if you're in certain fields. So I want to give you a little education. It's a scientifically proven fact, ladies and gentlemen, that women who are overweight outlive by many years the men who bring it to their attention. That's your opening code for this evening for your CEUs. <laughs> now, coming to us from Louisville, Kentucky, we think. Yes. Close enough. All right. Louisville, Kentucky. All right. We, Originally from Around Arkansas. the corner and up your block. We're, we're happy to have Dave and Don Wilkinson, and they will announce their number. We've always wanted to sing together and haven't gotten to since our wedding. And this is not really a wedding-esque song. No. It's sort of a complete downer type depressing. song. But uh, <laughs> we're still happy, but the, we're, we're, we're very happy, but the song is kind of a downer. It's Say Something uh, by a Great, Great Big, Big World, World and Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. 
definitely not indicative of our relationship at all. But it's a good song, and we like it. So So there. Hope you do, too. (laughs) Here we go. And if you don't, you know, go away. (laughs) And we're both at APH now, so there's a plug for APH. (laughs) APH, okay. (laughs) Here we go. Buy my stuff. something I'm giving up on you I'll be the one if you want me to anywhere I would have followed you say something I'm Thank you.
Alrighty. Let's see if we can get this house lively again. We have up next um, Mr. Paul Schroeder and Mr. Mark Reichert from Silver Spring, Maryland. And they are going to do a, a number with guitar called um, The House is Rockin'. So we are going to get them up here and get this house rockin'. No fun putting talent on before us, though. By the way, I understand that Dave's come a long way. A few years ago, he got up in some uh, jockey shorts and did a... We are the champions, so... We've also got keyboard in this, too, so it's going to be a nice, lively one. Talk among yourselves. Tip your bartenders. I don't know. Take care of your reserves. We can audio describe this. They are now plugging in Paul Schrader. While they're uh, figuring it out, I will tell you about an airplane sitting at the terminal gate, and there's nobody in the cockpit, and it's time to go. And at the very last minute, out come two guys, one with a cane and one with a guide dog, and they go sit in the cockpit. Well, the people start to worry a little bit, but they back away from the gate with no problem, and they taxi down the runway. And when they get up there where they stop for a final clearance, the passengers can look down at the end of the runway. There's a cliff. So now they're starting to get a little bit concerned. We got this guy up there with the cane and the other with the guide dog. So they get final clearance, and they're going down the runway, picking up speed, picking up speed. And some people start praying, some start crying and whatever. And at the very last minute, everybody on board screams as loud as they can. And the plane takes off perfectly. The pilot turns to the co-pilot, and he said, You know, Bill, one of these days... Those people are going to scream too late. Check, 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 and yeah, can I get any more height on there? 
Wow, all right. Give me an A, uh, would you mind? So uh, that was fun, and uh, thank you very much. Appreciate you yeah, being be here tonight. That was good. A lot of fun with that. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure why we did this. Uh, you know, they have this great. They just set that great mood, great song, and uh, then they bring us up here to ruin it. So th- sorry about that. Um, so I'm glad, glad to have my buddy Mark Record doing the keys. Um, we. Um, Years ago, we impromptu played a little bit at CSUN, the technology conference, for those of you who know it. And we didn't have a name for the band, but it was four blind guys. And we could start out together, but we never realized we hadn't set how we were going to end. And nobody knew how to cue. So um, about three songs in, I decided it was the No End in Sight band. Um, <laughs> turned out to have a lot of good value in that. So uh, we're going to stick with that. So Mark and I were the remnants of the No End in Sight band. We're the, we're the RP of the No End in Sight band. Uh, all right, so we're going to do a little, uh, little Stevie Ray Vaughan. You guys ready to go? And I, I think the band's backing me up on this, so.
do believe they might have raised the roof an inch or two. <laughs> Hey, you know, I don't think we've properly thanked Victor, by the way, who does all this background work, behind-the-scenes work. He's super awesome. Shout-out to my friend Victor. Been doing this for a while. He's great. Thanks, thanks, guys. Victor and, and Mr. Michael Byington helping people on and off the stage. As we said before, over the past year, we've really lost a lot of people in ACB, and probably everybody's had a lot of personal losses, too. We've lost Marlena and so many people. So we thought we wanted to do sort of a tribute to them because they all certainly made this a wonderful world. And we wanted you all to help us to sing this. Yeah. It's a good singing key. F? F? It's not an F. That's a little high. This is F. this part and we'll get to David hopefully in the next half and we'll explain about the door prizes so y'all go get a drink and come right back because Terry's in charge from now on 
I'll tell you what we're going to do, folks. We're going to play a couple of songs, and then we're going to take a little break. Because, um, frankly, and this is going out on the Internet probably, but I've had to go to the bathroom for three hours. So... <laughs> and audience... Those who haven't given me names, I'm sitting right next here. This is June Link. I'm sitting right here next to the bandstand. I want to get your names before we pull the prizes. Um, so please come see me if I haven't gotten you yet in your names, if you want the door prizes. All right. We're going to do an old old swing town swing tune this is an old um, red uh, red foley tune it's called Chattanooga shoe shine boy have you ever passed the corner of Portland Grand where the little boy has his shoe shine stand people gather around and they clap Cause he's a great big bottle of joy He popped the boogie boogie brag Chattanooga shine boy Well he charges you a nickel just to shine one shoe He makes the oldest leather leather look like new Give you a smile when he gets through Cause he's a great big bottle of joy He popped the boogie boogie brag Chattanooga shine boy Pop. Just listen to him in the air with that hibbity 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 Don't shop about a quarter to nine. He likes to get them early when they're feeling fine. People give a little rise and shine because he's a big, big bottle of joy. He pops a boogie boogie break, Chattanooga shoe shine boy.
take a few requests, see if we know something that you uh, might want to hear. I'm terrible with names. I never forget a face. But um, if, the, if the trumpet player is still around and the saxophone player is still around, we'd like you guys to come up. We're going we're gonna to take this little break. But afterwards, we want you to come up and we want to play some more stuff with you. If that's all right with you and everybody else, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. So um, we'll take a, 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 you know, five or tenner, just long enough for me to go to the bathroom <laughs> and maybe get a drink of water or something. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. gentlemen it's time to dance and, and this uh, is david trevino in his song that he wrote for his wife i'd like yes this is a song i wrote for my wife and, and so let's uh, you guys uh, get your lady out there on the floor uh this will be a good opportunity here it is you're the melody that makes my life a song made the track myself. I wake up 
every morning with a reason to rejoice because the one I love is right here by my side. I feel your arms around me, I hear the music of your voice, and my heart is filled with joy that I can't hide. With your kisses warm and tender, and your body so surrendered You wrap me up in love that's pure and sweet But you're much more than mere pleasure You're my dream, my priceless treasure You're my everything You make my life complete makes my life a song You're the tune that keeps the words in me from coming out all wrong I have searched the world and finally found a love that's true and strong You're the melody that makes my life a song Music is the language that the soul can understand And baby, our souls blend in perfect harmony Through the good times and the bad times You're there to hold my hand You've got a way of keeping everything on key Our hearts beat in perfect rhythm with the taken and the given You know just how to make my body sing You're so sexy and so daring Yet sensitive and caring I'm proud that you're the one who wears my ring Whoa, you're the melody makes my life a song You're the tune that keeps the words in me from coming out all wrong I have searched the world and finally found a love that's true and strong You're the melody that makes my life a song on the day the great composer reads the music of my life, I'll thank God for arranging our duet as man and wife. Oh, darling, you're the melody that makes my life a song. You're the tune that keeps the words in me from coming out all wrong I have searched the world and finally found a love that's true and strong you're the melody that makes me you're the one who captivates me you're the precious melody that makes my life a song a beautiful song you're the melody that 
makes my life a song. Aren't they wonderful, guys? They make our lives a melody. We're going to have Robert do a, an instrumental thing called Under the Double Eagle.
a trumpet, go for it. was a lot of fun. Hey, listen, I think we should get, I think we should get the sax player up here or, or the Mr. Trumpet over there or somebody. Come on up here and do a song with us. Come up with something we can do with you. You know, you get, we get a little lost if you play more than three, three or four chords, but other than that, you know.
Let's do some more stuff. That's nice. That was, that was beauteous. <clears throat> Anybody know the words? Anybody know the weirds? I've, I used to play it all the time, but I never had to sing the words. Rocky Top. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. You got to get a microphone. What key do you want to do it in? We don't know it in. Ah. E?
I normally use F or G, but I'll try E.
No, he just can't take it with him. Is the sax player still here? Sax player still here? No? All right. Did he? All right. Let's do, let's do one little ballad and then let's do my favorite ballad. Hold on a second. I don't think I'm in the right key, but yes, I am. Okay. It's in the key of D. Okay, I love you too. 
night, everybody. We've had a ball.